Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service, and this week I wanted to talk about firewood for the winter. You know, homeowners who enjoy that crackling fire outside in the fire pit may be thinking about the fact that they'll be able to kind of transition to an indoor fireplace pretty soon. Um, and when you're outside, of course, burning what I'll call questionable quality firewood outside does not take away from any of the enjoyment of sitting around the fire pit after dark, but it can clearly and certainly makes a difference in terms of uh, heat output and safety when you're trying to do that inside in an indoor fireplace. Whether you cut your own, split and dry the firewood yourself, or buy it for the winter, good management will clearly be a rewarding thing um, by providing you more heat and less smoke, especially inside again. Um, the heavier the wood, given the same amount of moisture levels, the more heat is going to be released as it burns. All wood contains moisture, and it actually overly dry wood actually doesn't combust as well as, as wood that has about 20 to 25 percent moisture in it. If you are cutting your own and stacking your own, you need to keep it for at least six to nine months outdoors or longer to be sure that that 20 to 25% moisture range is, is met. And that also means you're not going to get the kind of uh, smoke you would otherwise if the wood was wetter. Firewood less than six inches in diameter will probably go ahead and dry down all on its own. Wood that's over six inches in diameter probably is gonna need to be split in one way or another, quartered if it's maybe a larger log, even taking the quarters and splitting them again if you need to get down to smaller dimensional uh, firewood for the indoor fireplace. That's perfectly uh, you know, acceptable and a good thing to do. When it comes to buying firewood, you know, seasoned firewood is, should be easy to spot. The ends are going to be checked and should have a, a gray color to it. And I stress this because this is very important if you're buying firewood with the expectation that you'll be able to burn it immediately. Uh, if it is not weathered, if it is not checked, if it is not dried, um, I would be thinking there ought to be a price differential there because it, now you're going to have to dry it before you can even think about uh, burning it in the, in the fireplace. If you do have to dry down the, the firewood that you've cut and split yourself, uh, stack it up in such a way that crisscrossed patterns so that it has as much airflow as possible to get as much moisture out of there as quickly as possible. You don't want to stack it on the ground because the ground will maintain moisture in the bottom of that uh, piece, those pieces of firewood and that will not make it usable later on. It'll also generate or create or attract uh, lots of uh, insects as well, so you want to keep it off the ground whenever possible. Um, and in that same way, you don't want to stack your firewood so it touches the siding of the home because uh, an insect won't know the difference between your stacked firewood and the siding. So you want to keep it away from the house, keep the airflow up that way so you don't have any issues with the, with the home. And, of course, it does increase airflow to the pile. Um, and just a good management burning practice is you probably don't want to bring firewood in the home that you're going to burn if it's going to take more than a week to do so. Uh, while firewood uh, most likely is going to be host to some kinds of insects while it's outside, bringing that wood in the home and keeping it for more than a week is going to allow that insect to thaw out probably and then begin to wander, roam, fly around your home. 
um, much more so of a nuisance situation than a concern for that insect doing damage of any kind. But uh, let's just avoid that concern and and uh, don't bring in any more firewood than you can typically burn in a week. That's just a good practice to get to get into. Um, if you've gone to the trouble to buy seasoned firewood or you've dried down your own firewood in, in the pile or stack outside, keep in mind that you ought to be able to cover it to keep the snow or rain and the other wet elements off of it after you finally got it dry and or you bought and paid for dry firewood. So you want to do something about uh, keeping it dry. That might be uh, an, a, an inexpensive tarp. It might be a, a piece of plywood that you just lay and secure over the top of the pile. You don't want to make it so hard to uncover that it makes it inconvenient for you to use the pile. On the other hand, you certainly don't want anything blowing off and, and uh, floating through the air or blowing off and doing damage somewhere down the road. Um, so just keep in mind that it needs to be uh, kept dry whenever whenever possible. If it's just a piece of, say, plywood that you're putting on there, that it should extend past the edges of the uh, firewood, maybe a foot or so, to keep uh, um, all that rainwater uh, that comes in from the side from necessarily getting there. Um, or if it's a tarp, tarp it down the sides a little bit farther. And one of the last things I kind of wanted to talk about is um, we probably indoor or outdoor fire pits or fireplaces, we've probably all thrown a piece of not so dried uh, firewood in the fireplace or the pit, something that's still green. And um, you realize quickly that you may even see a lesser amount of flame, but more importantly, if especially inside in the fireplace, you know that the heat is reduced. It takes energy to burn off that extra moisture before the piece of wood will really burn and give you back the heat. So you're robbing yourself of heat. You're robbing yourself of a good flame probably as well. Um, so if you're going to burn any kind of wood that is on the green side, that's where it belongs, outside in the outdoor fire pit, certainly not in the house. Um, besides uh, losing heat output, green wood usually generates an awful lot of smoke. And uh, more importantly, in terms of fireplace management, it can also generate and promote uh, creosote buildup. So you certainly don't want that in the home's chimney. So the really here is, you know, the key really is here to a, a successful fire uh, that provides the most heat is going to be the fact that you have used good, well-seasoned dry wood for either the fire pit outside or the fireplace inside. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Setup. Always a pleasure, and I'll be back again soon.